So before I started talking, I just want to actually say I have a microphone stand now, so I don't actually have to hold the microphone, and I'm really looking forward to just being able to use my hands to scroll through my notes and not have to fidget between the mic and the notes. So, you know, cool things, small little things like that that make the day easier. But anyways, today what I wanted to talk about is uh, the rules that we're following because, you know, God gave us lots of rules and things that we should and shouldn't do, what's sin, what's not sin, all that. But who is that directed for? One thing us Christians are bad about is wanting non-believers to follow the same rules we are taught to follow. Now, before you think anything about my views or anything, I just want to be very clear. God's rules are perfect, and in a perfect rule, we would all follow them, and we should all follow them. And if, you know, you put me a gun to my head or just maybe vote on laws or something like that that should or shouldn't be passed... I'm very clearly going to make my decision of voting or whatever based off what I believe God has ordained as the perfect rules to life, which are clearly told to us in the New Testament, the Old Testament, throughout his entire word. I think those are perfect, and in a perfect world, all of us, believers and non-believers alike, would follow God's rules. But here's the thing. The letters that we see in the New Testament, most of which, you know, the, the letters from Paul, which compromise the majority of the New Testament and the majority of the time we see just actual rules given and how we should behave as believers, um, most of those rules, almost all of them, if I'm correct, I might be incorrect, but they're rules that were given to believers. They're, they're the rules that we know God would have us follow as believers, and they were not written to non-believers. They were written to us as Christians, as believers. You know, I didn't really have the word Christian back then, but uh, you see the word saints used a lot, and just to churches and believers and all that. And so these rules that Paul laid out from God's divine inspiration, so that's why I do believe that although Paul wrote the letters himself, I believe they are from God, fully inspired, and fully God's rules, and I have no qualms with anything he wrote. Um, so that's all from God, but they were to us as believers. And I feel we spend too much time, and I've talked about this before in other podcast episodes, we spend too much time as Christians trying to get people to follow the rules that we're taught to follow. And there's nothing inherently wrong with that. I mean, obviously, we should want people to follow the rules that God has set are the good rules, but those rules are meant for Christians. They're meant for the believers. And we need to spend, instead of spend so much time trying to get people to follow rules, we need to spend more time leading people to the one who wrote the rules. Because if we want them to follow the rules, first they have to know the person who wrote them, which, you know, person is in God. Uh, God wrote these rules in creation. He wrote them in the DNA of creation. So we need them to know who God is first. They can't they can't and won't want to follow these rules unless they know who God is. But just to prove, uh, that's a weird word to say, but just to show, I like that one better, how these are rules are meant for us as Christians and not just for everyone, I'm going to actually like just read uh, some of Paul's letters. So in Romans, which is his first one, you know, uh, Romans 1, 7, it says, To all those in Rome who are loved by God and called to be saints. So there we see who the letter of Romans is addressed to. It doesn't say to all those in Rome, with that being the end of it. It says to all those in Rome who are loved by God and called to be saints. So then we go to the next one, 1 Corinthians. In 1 Corinthians 1, 2, it says to the church of God that is in Corinth, to those sanctified in Christ Jesus called to be saints. Again, not to all of Corinth, 
but to those called to be saints. This was written to the church in Corinth. 2 Corinthians 1.1, we see, to the church of God that is at Corinth with all the saints. Again, to the saints and the believers. In Galatians 1.2, we get a little bit of a difference, kind of short. He just says, to the churches of Galatia. So he doesn't really mention the saints, but you know, from the letter itself, we can be very rest assured that he is talking to Christians. And I mean, it's to the churches of Galatia. Obviously, he's speaking to the churches that would include Christians. Uh, in Ephesians 1.1, we see to the saints who are in Ephesus and are faithful in Christ Jesus. Again, to the saints. This letter is directed to the saints in, Ephes- in Ephesus. And in uh, Philippians 1.1, we see to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are at Philippi. I mean, I'm just like a broken record right now. To the saints. This letter is to the saints, the Christians who are at Philippi. In 1 Thessalonians and 2 Thessalonians, it's actually the exact same verse, more or less. I'm just going to read it once. It says, To the church of the Thessalonians, in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Again, this letter is to the churches. It's not to just all the people in Thessalonica. It's to all the people in the church in Thess- in the, of the Thessalonians. And then, you know, the uh, his letters after that are First and Second Timothy, Titus, and Philemon, or Philemon, however you say it. And uh, these are all specific people. But these letters have instructions on how churches should be ran, on how believers should behave, and the rules they should follow. So again, these letters are written to people, specifically this time, not specifically to a whole church, but still with the guidance of how a church should be, how Christians should live, and it's not to just the general public. But my point is this. The rules that we see in the New Testament and the Old Testament alike that God gave us, I mean, especially if you think about the Old Testament, I mean, a lot of that stuff was to specifically show that Israel was uh, God's chosen country. Like, a lot of those rules that weren't necessarily sin that he had in place, you know, with the dietary rules and all that, was to show that they were people set apart. So it wasn't like he said, like, oh, don't eat pork because if you eat pork, you're going to hell or anything like that. It was specifically, like, a thing to set them apart. So God has rules in mind to separate us from uh the people who are not God's people like that's been evident throughout the entire Old Testament and into the New Testament but again my point is the rules that we see are for us as Christians they're for us as believers we can't really get mad at non-Christians for following these rules because first off they probably don't even know these rules I mean unless they grew up in church and just kind of heard them throughout their whole life or probably most of them their entire knowledge of these rules is just what they see on TV and let's be honest, if their entire view of what Christians are is based off TV, they're just going to see us as gay-hating abortion people. Because that's the only thing anybody knows about Christians if all you see is stuff from the media. Because that's all the media portrays us as, is gay-hating abortion people. I mean, they don't ever talk about it, any of the good stuff we do or what our beliefs are or anything. It's just those two things. So probably most people who aren't Christians, especially in a, if they didn't grow up in like a Western country don't know even the like starting point for what these rules are that God would even want them to follow if they were a Christian. But two, again, these rules are not for them. So we can't get mad at them because these rules aren't for them. Although these rules would be the perfect rules for them to live by. Again, I don't want you to take that out of context that I'm saying like, oh, because they're non-believers, they can just go be in sex orgies and kill people and stuff like no absolutely not that's not what i'm saying at all these rules still apply to them as what would be the perfect life for them but these rules were specifically set for us to show that we are christians that we follow god to show that we understand god's rules and that's why we're following them is because of our love for god 
So instead of us being mad at these non-Christians, we should be mad at their unbelief. That's where our hearts should be. It's like, and I say mad in quotes, not like we should be like, ah, I'm angry that they're unbeliever. I mean, we kind of should, uh, I mean, to a degree, but that's where our hearts should be. Not on making them follow rules, but we should be at tr- their, like attacking their unbelief and we should be striving to bring them to know God because when they know who God is, they will want to follow his rules. You know, it's kind of like, think about it like this. Here's a weird example I came up with. Like, I wouldn't want to follow the rules of some other country that I don't know. Like, and think about that as like a non-believer. They see us as another country trying to tell them how to live their lives. Like say, you know, I follow the rules of the U S for the most part. I mean, I speed and stuff like that, (laughs) but like say a person from China, not like a, a government official, but just like a random dude from China came over and was like talking to me. And maybe I'm doing something that in China is illegal that I don't even know. Like, he can't get mad at me because, one, I don't know the rules that he lives by, and, two, I don't know, I don't live in China. Like, so I shouldn't be expected to follow the same set of rules that this guy follows because it's two different people groups. And it's kind of the same thing. Like, God's people group is us believers, us who are filled with the Holy Spirit and have given our lives to Jesus. And then it's us, it kind of isn't us versus them. I don't want to say versus, and us and them because. There's the believers and then there's the non-believers and the non-believers don't know the rules. So we can't expect them to know them and to follow them. So we need to bring people to God and show them why they would want to even follow his good and perfect rules. And included in that is we need to follow his rules ourselves. Like we can't expect others to follow his rules if we ourselves aren't following his rules. I mean, think about like this. It's like the parent who's sitting there every day smoking a pack of cigarettes, drinking a six pack of beer every day. And they look at their kid and say, Hey, you don't smoke cigarettes. You don't drink alcohol. It's like this kid, hopefully they'll see the harm that this is doing to their parents' lives. But I mean, the reason people still smoke cigarettes and drink alcohol is because as humans, we don't see that. And especially if you grew up around that, you just see it as okay. So, you know, you can't tell your kid to not smoke cigarettes and drink alcohol if all they do is see you smoke cigarettes and drink alcohol like you can't be a hypocrite and it's the same as as christians we can't tell people not to do something that god told us not to do if we ourselves are breaking the law of god if we ourselves are doing these things and you may think like i'm not doing these things it's like well let's remember it from jesus's perspective you know the same as he said being angry with your neighbor is the same as murdering your neighbor looking at a girl or guy if you're a girl looking at guys looking at someone another person of the opposite sex with sexual thoughts is the same as committing adultery so from god's rules we're easily breaking his rules all the time because we ourselves think oh well we're not doing the full action but god looks at our hearts so we have to make sure our hearts are in line with god too to where we're not breaking these rules and then when we're not breaking these rules ourselves we can tell other people hey here's the rules like let's not do these kind of things but we need to be we need to follow the rules God gave us and be an example and a light to others. But let's just remember that, that God's rules work for everyone since they are the perfect, true rules to life. They perfect, good, true, true rules of life. So they work for everyone. But let's also remember that at the same time, these rules were given to us Christians and believers as his people. So these rules are for us. They work for everything. It's kind of like a, I don't know what the word is, a double negative or something like that, where it's like, it's for this, but it's also for this, but those are separate, but also equal kind of thing. So it's like, let's remember, these rules were given for to us as his people, but they do work for everyone. So we should also want to be an influence on other people's lives with these rules to show them that they want to follow these rules 
But first, we have to have people know who God is. So with that, let's invite others to become part of his people. Like we're supposed to spread the word. We're supposed to tell them the good news of God and what God did for us on the cross. And we need to tell people that and have them come into the body. And then once they're in the body, we can tell them the rules and expect them to follow them. But first, our goal should not be just enforcing rules on people and expecting them to live godly lives when they're not even godly people. Our goal should be bringing people to know the one true God who created them, formed them, and loves them. And he created you and me and formed and loves us. And we need to share that love with others and bring them to know God. And then and only then can we expect them to follow the rules. But that's just my take, and I'm not a pastor.